Well, hello. How's it going, Paul? Pretty. Whoa, loud. Turn your mic down a little bit. You have a better microphone than I do. Emma. Emma. Did you say Emma? What's that from? <laughs> from uh, Charlie Whistlenut. It's a comedy, comedy tape. Oh, nice. All right, so <clears throat> let's start the little intro here. Um, you're listening to FecalFace.com. We're here with Paul Yurick, San Francisco-based artist. And, uh, yeah, we're going to just start it right off. You guys emailed in some questions. Um, <clears throat> Did you? What are some things, actually, while we got some maybe the podcasters listening, um, some things about Paul. I've known Paul personally. I'm John Tripp, run FecalFace. That's <coughs> a long time, like, I don't know, eight years, something like that? Yeah, I think since 99, right? Yeah. Moved next door to you. Um, Paul was actually one of the very first people on uh, the website, Fecal Face. Claim to fame. Yep. Um, oh, hey, one thing about Paul that you need to know is uh, when you put a drink down or something, it makes a really loud noise. On uh, yeah, but whatever. Um, yeah, so Paul has done things like had many of art show here in San Francisco and Philadelphia, um, all over the place. He's also had designed a shoe for Nike, a dunk. Um, well, Sell out. Been an amateur skateboarder for New Deal back in the day. No, not New Deal. Acme, yeah. buddy. Acme. Get, oh, get oh, yeah. straight. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for confusing those two companies. Um, but uh, yeah, we're stoked to have Paul here. We're gonna do a little interview with uh, some questions that you guys have emailed in. If you have a question for Paul, you can email it to. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, I got something in my throat. Uh, you can email him into news at fecalface.com, and uh, we'll ask Paul. Right now, we got quite a few so i'm just gonna jump right into it fire away man <coughs> what do you think about that uh sounds like you got poison crab enjoy the sickness yeah. so uh the first question we got was actually from wesley straight from south africa he was one of the first people to email in your question wow um first he would like to know uh basically wesley's uh he's part of uh if you want to look at his website it's hopeproject.co.za all right, we'll check it out. Um, so he would like to know how you make your living, and do you make a living, your living through art, or do you do various things that pay the bills, and if so, what are they? I do not pay the bills through the arts. Um, my wife is actually the supporter. Well, and that came up pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, my wife actually believes in uh, in me doing what I do, so she. Uh, that's how we pay the bills. Excellent. So pretty, pretty simple question. <coughs> pretty simple uh, answer there. Well, I guess not. Let's, let's jump right into it. What does she do? She right works now. on a TV show called Mythbusters. Wednesday nights, 9 o'clock, Discovery <laughs> Channel. Check it out. Keep paying our mortgage. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I couldn't be more proud of her. I could talk about her all night and not me. But, uh, yeah, she's doing special, inspiring things, man. Uh, she's out there working right now, working on the new new show. And they're things. working. She's shoveling shit. I shit you not. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're busting myths. Methane gas. Watch yourself. <laughs> Watch yourself. <laughs> Sounds like an explosion. Indeed. <clears throat> so Wesley actually emailed in a couple questions. The uh, second one was, uh, did you choose this career or, or is it something that had to do you anyway yeah did you have to do art or did, is this a conscious well, decision i don't think, I think anyone has to do art no, right it's like a hard chosen path you definitely choose it and uh but it's something that's in you i guess you got a, a need to work something out and i guess that's what it is for me it's 
it's uh, I'm talking to a therapist without having to pay that son of a bitch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so he actually, I mean, you can see here there's a lot of different yeah, questions, so it. we'll try to get through here. This is also from Wesley. Um, he would like to know if you were living in a country with not much support for the arts and it was just difficult to survive, what would you do? Probably, I would imagine, still do arts. Yeah, I would still do it. It's it's never easy, man. I mean, I guess it is for some people, but nobody I know. So well, everyone I, does it because they like it. I think what Wesley's talking about, he lives in South Africa and he's maybe wondering, um, would you try to immigrate to another country or would you try and build a scene for yourself where you lived? If you live, for example, in a very poor third world country. I don't know. That seems like something you'd ask John because John's built a scene. How would you answer that? I think now with the internet and everything, Paul, since you uh, redirected the question, I would say mm-hmm. I think you just do what you got to do, make art. And, you know, Actually, yeah. I think like school, living somewhere where there's probably more creative sorts around like San Francisco or New York or I don't think Berlin it would be a, a bad idea to, to move abroad and study. I mean, yeah. what do you think? Expand your horizons. Do what you want to do, son. That's what I say. <clears throat> All right. So now we go to his. He's got six questions here, so we'll just kind of try to get through them here. Um, what's a what's an average day for Paul Yurick? Average day. Um, walk dogs, coffee, draw pictures, work on motorcycles. <laughs> pretty much, uh, it's awesome every day around my house. I pretty much do what I want to do. Um, but I am definitely a workaholic, and I, I, if it's a good day, I draw six to eight hours in my studio. And then on days when I'm not feeling it, I've learned to uh, not force it anymore, and I go work in the garage on the redneck arts. Oh, the motorcycles? Yeah. So, Paul, you're, you really got into um, kind of no, – it's not motocross. It's like – It's called supermoto. <clears throat> it's a cross between road racing and motocross. Yeah, you like the little background <laughs> music. Yeah. Um, actually, I don't think it translates very well over the uh, live. But anyway, we're playing some very subtle music in the background. We lost the listener. John's got a, a taste for weird music. Oh, bummer. Um, and you also surf a bunch there at Ocean Beach. Yes, surf a bunch. Going out much this winter? No, sir. No, sir? No, sir. <laughs> it's pretty big. There's a lot of storms and stuff. NorCal. <clears throat> All right, so what? Uh, um, let's see here. What's the most inspirational thing that gets you going if you're feeling demotivated? Um, like, example, favorite song, etc. What do you do to kind of get the juices flowing? Um, I think it's good just to lock yourself in wherever it is that you work and, and make yourself work, even if you're not feeling it. And usually the juices come back. I'm actually uh, have been going through a little bit of a rough spot with myself, writer's block style, but and. Uh, I just lock myself in my room and, and start working again and make a bunch of shitty stuff <laughs> and you know work your way back towards making something that you like so just sort of persist and just keep yeah, keep the pen you know? moving or whatever the yeah paper. just keep at it well uh <clears throat> actually wants to add that's pretty funny at the end he says uh yeah and if if we were thinking that he had an elephant in his backyard he doesn't but he does have monkeys from time to time well i really like that i want oh sure monkeys in my backyard that would be awesome. Thanks for the uh, questions there, Wesley. Yes, thank you, sir. Um, our next question here, actually, this is out of order, but uh, Nancy Chan, who just had an interview up on uh, Fiegel Face. And Nancy Chan is awesome. A show at Receiver Gallery, and uh, you're very happy to have her on the site. She has a question. She wants to know, um, or she says, 
Use a lot of different materials in your work, including gouache, ink, spray paint, tape, and collage. Do you use all these out of convenience uh, or concept, or like why? How does all these? How does all this stuff well, come? I don't Intuition. Or? I think it's concept and, and like ease of materials, and uh, I don't know, like the tape stuff. I always. <clears throat> Um, actually, my wife and I were talking about this the other night. She she hates it. I like it, but uh, it's kind of conceptual because I always, if you see tape, for me, tape represents the physical body because I know after a while it'll break down and go away. But it it'll the way paper and tape works, you know, after a while the light will leave some hint of the tape being there. So um, yeah, that's what's behind that. And and the gouache to me is just it's it's not painting. It's like drawing, and and that's what I feel comfortable with. So. Yeah, a lot of your works, I don't know, I haven't seen any of your more recent stuff, but a lot of your stuff, it's so, for anyone who's not looking uh, or who's listening, you can Google uh, Paul Yurick and get a taste. All you'll get is Nike shoes, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I'm saying a lot of your work is very light, yeah. and the images that are there are very Definitely very hard faint to, and, and slightly rendered. How did that kind of come to be? Do, do you have any ideas That's on just, that? Or? Well, it's kind of my drawing style, but it's also... Um, for me, it gets the point across. I do a lot of portraits, and I usually um, only do portraits of people that have passed away. And so it's kind of like, you know, kind of ghostly. So that's kind of what's behind it. And, and I never really know what I'm doing. I, I just segue into random thoughts. I'm thinking about this a lot lately because I'm at an interesting point because I really don't know what I'm doing. But uh, <laughs> I'm, doing, I'm doing painting portraits, and I kind of have like sort of know what it's all about i i went on ebay and and somebody had passed away and i won a uh, a lot of photographs i guess like over a thousand photographs from this one person and um so i've been doing portraits out of her collection of photographs from like the early 1900s and what my guess is you know um the photographs stopped like around the 80s so um, I don't know exactly who it was but the main thing is there's one woman in all the photos and so I've kind of like made up this weird it's, it's like I'm starting to get to know her you know what I mean so I've been making uh, it's kind of like a map of this woman's life that I've never even met that's and awesome that's so through, through the photos and what you're what you can imagine yeah, what you her know, being like and you can put two and two together with some things that's in the photographs and then also it just seems like a great show I, you know the I, life of nancy or whatever yeah <laughs> and it's fucked up is i don't know what her name is so yeah well you can make it up yeah but it's 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 very interesting it's kind of like being i'm a voyeur in this woman's life that passed and seeing how many people she actually came in contact with like enough people that she actually liked to take a picture of them or be in the picture with them like it's pretty astounding stuff man and you said it was when were these based the time based or whatever i'd say the majority of the stuff that i'm drawing is like the 20s and 30s Oh, okay. So it's like all that sepia tone photographs, and it's all portraits, and everybody looks rad. And well, you were saying previous stuff that you've done has been people that you, portraits that you've done have been people that you've known to yeah, have it was passed like away. Loved like, ones that passed away. So then, and this is sort of the next. I guess so. Yeah. So yeah. this is kind of a, a big change in I guess your work. I, I kind of always approached everything as a portrait, but now it's just become actual, like, sort of realistic portraits. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> how many photos did you say? There's thousands, dude. Yeah, of this one lady or just... Of the photos that she's taken, p oh, photos okay. of her in it. There's, I mean, it was like, 
like a giant FedEx box full of photos and photo albums. Do you think the guy was, uh, maybe you said it, was he related to her or something? Well, I just think that sometimes when, when people, you know, pass away, they don't have loved ones anymore and somebody buys the estate from them. It's like an estate sale. And this is one of those things. There's that shit all over eBay. The guy's like, I could probably sell these photos or something. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> I'll get 30 bucks out of somebody. <laughs> Isn't that weird to think of like, I mean, I've taken a lot of photos and, most of them nowadays aren't even in printed form, but right. the idea of someone just rifling through your life, your visual like representation of the things that you've totally seen. Totally weird. I found it kind of sad that like nobody wanted to hold on to her photos. You know, like if it was my relative, like there's no way I'd sell that stuff on eBay. But you know, I'm thankful. You know, big ups to her. <laughs> so what kind of life did she have actually? I mean, was she um, introverted or did she get out? Well, did she, she go to many like, uh, she definitely was like a country so- social person. No, I think she was from New York and then she moved out west in her uh, later on in life, but from what I can gather, she um Actually, I don't want you to clarify it too much. You're yeah, maybe I want. Maybe yeah, I, yeah. Like, keep it, I, I got to work it out cuz like I said I don't really know what I'm doing. I know it has you know, I have certain phrases that keep running through my head while I'm drawing these people. So maybe I'll just keep it to myself for a little while. But yeah. that's what I'm working on. Actually, though, I could press you and I could say, like, oh, I helped to sculpt that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm part of Paul Yurk's genius. Stay away, you evil fecal <laughs> man. That's the first. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for that question, Nancy. And, Thanks, uh, Nancy. You should definitely check out our interview on Fecal Face. It's really good. Nancy rips. All right. Next question here. And if you have a question for Paul Yurk, you're more then encourage to email it to uh, news at fecalface.com news at fecalface.com did I answer Nancy's question or just go on a tangent it's tangent these Mm. are just starting points okay Uh, let's see here we got another question for Paul if you have a question like I just said uh, news at fecalface.com let's see here this is from Jordan Hortzman and Jordan would like to know um, basically how you start your pieces um do you have composition all thought out or planned or do you just sort of start drawing and see Absol- where it goes absolutely nothing planned out i just start drawing and see what happens you know sometimes i'll actually do a full portrait and sometimes that portrait will turn incredibly abstract so i just go wherever it leads me a lot of most of the time it sucks and and that stuff gets tucked away <laughs> deep deep in my closet <laughs> uh, yeah never any plans but your work is so light i mean there's not a whole lot of stuff on the paper it seems like i could imagine like a big huge messy painting starting out with layers and palm layers but i mean do you do a lot of erasing or do you no actually no erasing if i pretty much the way i draw if, if it messes up that's it you know what i mean you got to start over again so do you work off of like your those portraits that you did of uh, family members and stuff that would pass away did you work off a photo or oh, yeah i work off of photographs yeah oh, okay. unless i'm doing the abstract stuff and then that's you know that's not so much, but then uh, actually a lot of the times I go, I'll do an actual portrait like realistic and then cover it all up and you'll never see it. But it, you know, and then that's the abstract stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Well, thank you for that question there, Jordan. If you have a yeah, question, thank you, for, Jordan. If you have a question for Paul Yurick, you can email it in to fecalface.com at uh, actually the email address is news at fecalface.com. Thanks for emailing them in. Yeah. We got some more here. Uh, why don't we go to we got some more from other people but I'll, I've written out a few here in front of me what you got uh, we mentioned uh, Carrie your your wife uh-huh. who's a TV star how how? I mean there are, I don't have that many star? friends I think so yeah or TV <laughs> celebrity or t- yeah, personality I, I don't know I mean 
I don't know anyone that has anyone that does that. Is that weird or this is off uh, your it, art or whatever? But it's no, I no, it is because she's she's my loved one. So it is the art. Yeah, it's it's interesting, man. Like it's actually inspiring because uh, she works so hard and she's so passionate about what she does. Like she genuinely loves it and uh, has a good time doing it. So I didn't. You know, it's no different than hanging out with anyone else. She's yeah. just a normal. Like we all knew her before she was on TV. So. It's I think probably the same as anybody that watches the show. Like I trip out on it. I turn on the TV sometimes, and <laughs> there's my wife. <laughs> like if she's out of town, I can turn on the TV and like kind of hang out with her. And I remember at our wedding, um, you know, we got married in Costa Rica, and uh, I was in my room getting ready, like to come out, and I turned on the TV, and she was on the TV speaking Spanish, <laughs> and you know, and not even in her voice. It was pretty awesome. That's awesome. So sometimes it's surreal. So we mentioned this earlier. You um, designed a shoe with uh, Nike, indeed, and uh, one of the Dunks. Uh-huh. Uh, how was it working with Nike, and um, how did the shoe come about? Well, it it was pretty mellow working with them because uh, the shoe came about. The guy, my friend Nick Halkius, actually uh, is one of the uh, I don't know what exactly his name is at Nike, but he's like you know high up there. And uh, he just asked me if I wanted to do a shoe, and he pestered me for years, and I kept saying no, no, no. And then finally he just hit me on the right day, and I sent him some artwork, and he put it all together. I really didn't do anything, but I'm pretty proud of the uh, the outcome. I enjoy them. Do you get any... Uh, it's good bragging rights for the parents. They're like, oh, see, he did something. Yeah. <laughs> he dropped out of school. He works for the Nike. <laughs> <laughs> did you... Um, I don't know any weird stuff come about that. I mean, the the, the uh, dunk there that was a pretty like you know well, a lot of people are into that shoe and yeah, people like it and people like hate it. You know, sneaker fans. Yeah, someone yeah. hated it. Did you get any weird emails or well, don't we all get weird emails from time to time? You know, people yeah. just claim sellout and stuff like that. But you know, uh, teach their own, do your thing, man. Just, I, you know, I won't judge you. You're making art. I'm just Support, doing my thing. Supporting the devil, everybody. We can't make. It. If I was making everybody happy, then I wouldn't be doing anything right. Yeah, you're you're making me happy, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got a rad photo of the day. Someone just submit us uh, submitted it to it. Uh, Craig Duck D U E C K. Actually, that would be something else. But uh, you guys will see it sometime online. Anyway, if you have a question for Paul Yurk, you should email it to news at fecalface dot com. Uh, like. Um. Wow, what an email address! I don't know if I should give away Jeremy's email address, but uh, it's a good one. We'll look at it secretly. Um. Let's see here. Jeremy says, "I love art. I have tons of art books, magazines. I go to art shows. He really likes art. He wants to be an artist, but he can't draw. That's a problem. <laughs> there's p- there's plenty of people that can't draw, man. He, he means not at all. Can't draw at all. He sucks. Actually, he says. Um, you're actually probably better than you think. It's kind of funny. He says he wants to be an artist, but he can't draw. I think, Jeremy, I think there's lots of things you can do. But he doesn't want to be a photographer. He doesn't want to be a screenwriter. You can be like a conceptual artist, That's performance what I was artist. going to throw out there. Uh, but, uh, Jeremy, it'll come to you, actually. Yes. Uh, Don't fret, young man. If you want the title of artist, I say you're an artist right now. Booyakow. Fecal face officially <laughs> crowns no- you. Nominates Conceptual <laughs> artist of the year. I think your email is quite arty, actually, Jeremy. But thank you so much for that question. But um, actually, I didn't let Paul answer it at all. But I think no, I like that style. I think I think you're overbearing and it's scary. <laughs> Jeremy, you should uh, email me a picture of you tomorrow, and I'll put the we'll add a fecalface.com artist badge on there. 
Thank you so much for that question. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. All right, here we go. Basco in Copenhagen, Denmark. I've never been there, and I really would like to go. Me too. You ever been there? You ever been to Europe? No, I'm going to go to Europe for the first time in the end of February with needles and pins. What's going on there? Oh, they're doing the yeah, next change show over there. Yeah, nice. It's gonna be a good time. That's in London, right? Yeah. And then uh, my sister's That's, gonna go with me, but, and we're gonna travel places, around. What is that? Where, what place is that, though? Ninety-six Gillespie. Mm, Pat Graham, who's supposed to do a blog for Fecal Face, he's been lagging. I'm just gonna call him out right now. Call him out. I'll call him <laughs> out when I get over there. I'll arm <laughs> wrestle you, man. Mm. So Basco, Basco Five, actually, you can check out his website. Basco5.com. The five is written out. I'll check in a minute. But anyway, uh, Basco says, um, do you still have a fear of not making it as an artist? And, um, or, or has this changed over the years? No, I case? know exactly what moment you're talking about from the film that John made. <laughs> Holy Lord. Um, yeah, I mean, of course, but I don't worry about it as much anymore. It's, uh, things are different. We're older now. Things change. Um, I, I don't worry at all. I mean, for me, life has changed quite a bit. You know, I got married. Like, want to have kids. Like, once you, once that kind of stuff happens, you don't worry about some making it as an artist anymore. Like, I'd go work in a whatever shitty job to support my family. So, no issue anymore. But thanks for the question. Uh, he's actually got a couple more. Um, do you think that artists go through different stages in their careers? And yes. if so, talk about the stages. I think we're just actually uh, talking about right now. Um, those stages, creatively and professionally. Have you gone through any stages in your career? Anything you want to talk about? Like you said, mm. you got married and your work's kind of switching it up. It seems mm. like you're not you're not nervous about making it as an artist anymore. Uh, I'm not nervous so about much. that stuff at all anymore. It's secondary, you know what I mean? It's I guess it's making work now is the, the main focus and, and just enjoying life in general. That's that's the focus now. Um, yeah. All right. I don't know. Question number three. Seems like Basco's got you stumped. He got me stumped. Uh, th- I, actually, when this question came in, I was like kind of stoked on it. That was a good question that I don't ask people when I do interviews. But uh, what is one creative tool that you cannot live without? I like that one. Is that a good one? That's pretty good. That's a rough one, sort of. It's kind of uh, it's kind of like vague, but like specific yeah. at the same time. Tool, I guess, creative tool. Fear, and for me, it's more fear about like what the work is about. Like uh, I'm constantly <laughs> freaked out about death and uh, and the loss of loved ones, and that's that's my motivation. So, and as far as making the work, so that's my creative tool. I'm a scaredy cat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are you, do you, are you afraid of your own death? Oh, hell yeah. What do you think happens when you die there, Paul? Uh, nothing. Nothing? Nothing. Just I'm actually a recent, uh, recent, I went from, like, well, because I'm from the South, and, uh, you know, I was brought up with religion and all that stuff, kind of forced into it, and it never really sat right with me, and then, you know, I, I think when you're going through that stuff, you try to seek out other things, and I sought out other, like, religious type shit, and I never believed any of that stuff either, and then I think I... I was agnostic for a while, and then this past summer, um, I actually saw a man die, and I and I looked in his eyes as he passed away. And at that point, I knew for sure that there was no God. <laughs> so the Do world. You wanna, what happened? Do you yeah. want to talk about that? Just, at uh, all you know, a, a traffic accident, and just was the first one to the guy, and you know, it, it was it was rough, you know, super rough, and uh, had the, definitely had the realization at that point that that was that, and uh, yeah, mortality, man. Well, do you ever feel that just because you can't see it or sense it doesn't doesn't necessarily mean that that's the end? Just 
Well, I just think it's all like a really. You're talking about. Well, I, just, I don't know. I'm, I'm not. I'm not like pushing you or anything. I'm just curious. No, no, like, no I just think it's an interesting you're... subject. Um, and I think it's the end is the end is the end. And I mean, I think energy continues on in some way, shape, or form. Like maybe you're. Uh, I don't know. You come back as a blade of grass or whatever. You know, you grow a tree or whatever. But I think you know, you, as far as consciousness is the way we know it. And this is it. Enjoy it while you're here. And I think that's why I do some of the things I do, like the motorcycle stuff, and like because you get a little taste of fucking being real, real close to it sometimes. Yeah. You know? And that's. <coughs> I think that's why we do a lot of the stuff. You get a little taste of, of what's coming. Get used to it. <laughs> yeah. So if you have a question for Paul Yurk, please uh, email it to us. Because actually, that was the last question. No, no, I don't know what that we're gonna do. I guess we well, just call. play some jams. Oh come on, we got more time. That was only twenty-five minutes. We got we got at least that's five. That's a long minutes. time. Man. Anyone out there got a question for Paul? Paul's a really interesting guy. Yeah, that's just what John says. <laughs> I think you're an interesting guy. So. um... God, we touched on religion there a little bit. You'd well, you know, okay, so now that we're on that topic, this is something I, I'm curious about, and I don't know any details about it, so if, if anyone's listening they do, email us real quick. But there's a nun who, uh, back in the, I guess the 1800s, my friend Dave was just telling me about this, because I just had my first migraine headache. So she painted all these crazy religious pictures with, with halos and, and uh, auras and all that shit. And these doctors analyzed her writings and her and her paintings recently, and they're like, "Oh, she had constant migraines," and so that was her visions of of the Lord was the migraine. And I said, "I just had my first one." And I was like, "Holy shit, I'm having a flashback!" But I've never done acid, <laughs> you know. What do you mean your first migraine? Oh, I just had my first migraine, and it, it was really trippy, man. Like, it's well, what I, I imagine. I'd hope you don't have a second. Well, I hope not either, but you know, whatever. Yeah. So it got me kind of interested in that whole migraine thing. You start looking at that stuff, freaking out, hypochondriac style, you know. And uh, yeah. So. What happens? I don't know. That's well, for just me, a heavy I headache or something. I just saw a uh, no headache initially, but my vision got fucked up, and so I saw like red and green, like these zigzaggy lines, and then I couldn't see. Santa Claus. <laughs> Santa Claus. Santa Claus is like God. <laughs> And it was kind of scary. I was coming across the Golden Gate Bridge, and I couldn't see where I was going. Like it was kind of fucked up, you know. That could be dangerous. You can't exactly pull over right there. Yeah, it's not a good thing. But anyway, yeah. So if, if anyone knows about this nun lady, I'm trying to figure it out. What do you think brought on your your migraine? Oh, you know those little trees that you can buy to, to freshen up your car. Whoa. I bought one called Black Ice, and it smelled like old lady perfume. <laughs> I had to chuck it out the window, dude. That was definitely what it was. <laughs> Can't fuck with the old lady perfume. I got an email that says, uh, <clears throat> hundred years from now. Oh, it's for Paul. Excellent. Sweet. Um, uh, do you work on super duper archival, archival papers, materials, and such? <clears throat> um, yeah, I've, on arches, they're a uh, hot press, 140 pounds, acid free, baby. This is really nice paper. It's French and, uh, but just something about even how it feels that I enjoy. It's good stuff. Where do you get that in, in the city? Um, I don't, man. I'm guilty of ordering everything from dickblick.com. Wow. It comes straight to the house. I already know what I want. Because I find shopping art stores in the city, you got to go to like every single one of them to, to source everything. Or Buy like a piece here, a piece there. Yeah, you can go on the internet because I know exactly what I want. I don't want much. Well, I don't really buy that many art supplies. What, what is that one again? 
dickblick.com do you guys want to sponsor me <laughs> I don't know. you want to give me some money for that free shout yeah, out can I make a shoe for you uh, this question is actually from Dustin Menders Mendes who uh, just asked that one but he's got a follow up question actually um, do you see people viewing your work in a non-digital form 100 years from now um, not a good question yeah that is a good question I hope so that would be nice well, he asked these questions because um, he was having a conversation with a few of art handler friends who talk about how a lot of contemporary artists work on materials that physically won't last 100 years or whatever. Yeah. I, I mean, do you think about that? Is I that actually something you do think about it. And like earlier, we were talking about the, the pieces with tape. Like, that's something mm -hmm. I consider when I make it. And in some work I, I make, and I don't care about if it's archival or not. And some, I, and a majority of it, I'd say like 90% of it, I definitely um, make sure that it is. Because, I mean, I would like to be a. a you know, I'd like for people to look at it a hundred years from now and still be interested. So, so what do you do besides paper and like? Is uh, excuse my ignorance? Is gouache, gouache. that archival? It's, a, it's archival. It's an opaque watercolor, John. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just a fancy word for watercolor. <laughs> but I mean, how archival is it really? I mean, I'm, well, I don't know. I didn't. I don't. I, I didn't do no math on it. <laughs> Got I would it. imagine it's okay. There's watercolors from a long time ago still floating around. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for that. Uh, Dusty actually goes by Dusty. He lives here in San Francisco. And his uh, website is 1000ohms.com. We're going to look at it right now. Looks good. We can live. I have to look at it later. Anyway, uh, thank you so much for that question. Dusty, if you have a question for Paul Yurick, uh, please email it to news at fecalface.com. We actually got one here from um, <coughs> your wife. Actually. Oh, wow, from the wifey. Oh, it's just a compliment for you. Well, actually, what else? It's, a nice, it's a nice thing. I'll print it out. You can The paper will print it right next to you. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Digital Technology, yeah, crazy. the Eagle Face office, man. What are you doing down there, wifey? Uh, Boston Miss? Discovery <laughs> Channel, Wednesdays at 9. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, give him to sponsor uh, Fecal Face. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, let's see. God. You should, you should pitch a show, John. Yes, me and uh, Anchor Steam and, and Paul Yurick. Whoa, what happened there? Hey, watch your feed over here. Oh, okay. Uh, we, could, we could be shut down if we hit the wrong cable. Quit moving. Uh, we could talk about that. So what do you got coming up the line? Uh, you, you were talking about a show at... In uh, uh, London? Just, just London, that's it. When is that? That is February the 28th at 96 Gillespie. Oh, that's not that far away. Yeah. Who, who else is in the show? Kyle Ranson, who is uh, nice. pretty much my favorite San Franciscan artist. Um, always interested to see what he's up to. And um, Monica Canillo. I don't know if I'm saying her name right. I wish I knew, too. Yeah. I, I write it a lot. I can tell you how to spell it. But. Yeah. Matt O'Brien, um, Chris Duncan, and... Um, Zara or Sarah Thrust. Oh yeah, Am that's I gonna be a right? really good show. I'm excited, man. And then they're also doing a show at Needles and Pins, and it's kind of an exchange. Yeah, thing. I think it's like a give and take thing, so it should be pretty cool. You know, Andrew's like, I don't know, that guy's pretty genius, man. He got yeah. it figured out. Good people, so I'm excited to actually go over there and spend time with all those people and and, uh, and make art. That's gonna be good. So if anyone out there in uh, in London, you should check it out. Actually, we have a follow-up from Jordan Hortzman. Uh, migraine Art. There's actually a website. Oh, sweet. There's a Migraine Art Show. No way. Yeah. 
Sweet. Thanks, Jordan. Uh, an analysis made of 207 drawings and paintings entered for a migraine art competition. All types of visual disturbances were depicted. 154 of the paintings showed spectral appearances with fortification of tecroopsy in 99. 62 showed either a partial or complete hypnotic loss. Anyway, I'll, I'll link yeah, it. Yeah, that's I'll interesting, man. Yeah, you should. I can see how people would trip out and think they were seeing something. Yeah. So what? I, I know nothing about a migraine. Is it just? I don't really either. I never had one. It's, and as soon as I had, it's it in hurts. the back of your head somewhere. It was like in the, t- like yeah, like you just felt it just hurt really bad once it finally set in and uh, like a brain vice grip sort of situation. Yeah, there you go. That's a good description. And just yeah. your eye, you like your eyeballs feel like they're being pinched. It's not that bad. It just you just feel wiped out. Like you got to go lay down in the dark room and go to bed. It sucks. Well, I hope that was your first and only one, Paul. Me too. Keep that old lady perfume away. If you have a question for Paul Yurick, you have about no time left to email it in. Oh, we're about to play the jams. Whoa, Andrew Scott just emailed his banner. I asked him to make a banner. Oh, it's an animated gif. Needles and Pins Art Gallery. (laughs) Since 2003. San Francisco's friendly neighborhood zine shop. DIY good. I've heard of those. Bastard DYI crap. There's shake a bunch and of bake. sellouts. Yep, shake and bake over there. Um, so I think what we're gonna do here is we're gonna listen. Paul brought over some music. We're gonna play some music. Um, All right, I'm I'm bringing my guilty pleasure out of the closet tonight, buddy. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, maybe we can throw in a question here and there. If you have one for Paul, you can just email us at news at fecalface.com. And uh, we're going to play some music right here while we kind of maybe use the bathroom and just take a little hiatus. Cool. And I just want to say to everyone, minutes. thanks for uh, tuning in. That was mighty special. And submitting, you submitting your questions yeah. as well. Indeed. And big up to Jay Foon's mom. Hope you feel better soon. I give that a thumbs up as well. Um, so you just heard Paul Yurk here at FecalBase.com. I'm John Tripp, and uh, thanks for listening. And we'll be right back in about uh, probably two minutes with some music of Paul's playing. So, Emma, <laughs> slow down, funny man. Slow down, I just got that call. Slow down, what the fuck you always said? Slow down, what? Slow down, slow down, slow down. Like in a state of 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 state of